somewhere in space. The Sunday Skypers. Uncharted World. I seem to remember we did some cramped quarter rolls, and uh, the last one I remember, because I'm terrible with these things, was Jackson Kane trying to uh, be sociable with Juanita Price, and she ended up just not caring for his presence at all, and may have let slip with some inadvertent information. Yes, and uh, I think she's a good target for my new skill. <laughs> what what so skill I, was that? <laughs> surveillance. Ah! I might go talk to Phoebe because I don't think Phoebe is a big fan of hers either. So I might be able to get some help. Jackson Kane, Jackson Kane, ogling engineers. Let's let's continue with the refresh train. What 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 else did we uh, a- accomplish? We had a big uh, huge meltdown in in public oh, yeah, that- space. Oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> <laughs> With audience I- I included. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And afterward, Omega essentially tried to kill himself. Jason's walking around with a nice little nose plaster. So this the, the raccoon look is good for you. <laughs> but thanks to the advancement, I now have a butler, <laughs> Jeffrey, otherwise, you know, aka Gamma three nine two six. I guess I should mention. Did anybody not catch a little bit of play-by-post exchange between uh, John and I? Uh, everyone who's listening? Yeah, well, what would I mean? Would I... The group. <laughs> yeah, the group. <laughs> but then I realized, oh, yeah, this is being recorded. <laughs> okay, well, John, since you instigated it, do you want to recap that? Or did you want to read it out right? Or... Uh, no, no. We want to encourage our listeners to come to our it's page. It's, uh, it's, the thread is the Space Game, pages twenty nine and thirty. <laughs> that'll that'll work. And Basically, we're too lazy to do that. What happened? <laughs> oh, I took the skill luxury. Your clothing, belongings, and quarters are all lavishly expensive. Gain one of the following as an following NPCs as a retainer. Butler assistant, concert or advisor. I chose that one because I looked and said, "Yeah, this is RPG gold." I now have a person I have to be in charge of, so I chose a gentleman's assistant, aka a butler. Just uh, in a nutshell, Jeffrey uh, is a uh, service clone that unfortunately uh, is in between contracts and mm-hmm. nice mentioned. Way of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, because <laughs> of the disaster, but. Uh, it's taken advantage of uh, Flanders' need to be a steward to all these refugees, and is actually pretty mean at converting space rations into uh, hors d'oeuvres. So, if I remember, we were doing uh, uh, cramped quarters because we were on the outbound leg to the jump point. For, we jumped at the very end. We jumped uh, at the very end. So, as per normal, the, the jump drive basically says, "Hey, we're we're just going to." bend the rules of reality and connect a few points that shouldn't be connected. And I, I believe you, uh, when you uh, did your navigation roll, you were going for easy street. Oh, I went for, I went for fastest. Before we go into the big, huge, like play stuff out, should we talk about what to do with the advancement scheme? Since we have two identicals, should we count them twice? Should we, what do we do? 
Okay, that's a good question. And my answer to that is you should count them twice because both characters are striving to achieve that particular trigger. And they may – now, to get it twice, you have to encounter two cultures it has to be two individual occurrences, though. That's that's yes. the point. Right, does, right. Does, yeah. did, did somebody do, do that, and then we count it twice. It, we have to do it twice. Or you can double dip, but you have to make it two unique learning experiences. If you have mm-hmm. one learning experience, it's one XP. How many days is it from the jump point to Elliot's home? It's going to take you at least a week in system, on average, from mm-hmm. jump point to a station. Remember, I plot a fast approach, so instead of a full week, it's probably more like five days. Sound right? Okay. So. That's right. Shave a couple of days off. So in between getting to Elliot's Hope, though, Phoebe's going to call a shareholders meeting. I don't know if you want to take that first or if you want us to answer questions first or... Just for fun. The captain was going to call a meeting as soon as they came through anyway, ah. because as soon as you guys clear the jump point, the first thing is a whole wave of requests for communications are coming through from nice. the survivors. But you guys control the antenna. So uh, the captain is going to call a shareholders meeting for that. But before we get to that, <laughs> questions. These, these questions are basically inspired by a discussion with Wilhelm and others. Ways to to get hooks in, in into the, the uh, crew as to what's happening on Elliot's Hope. There are triggers that you can run with, or you can just uh, ignore, or anybody can fill in. Does any of these questions reach out and grab someone? Yeah, dueling dagger. Go for it. Okay. Now, mind you, that may not have happened yet, unless it happened on the ship as it's coming through. But if if that's something you want to hold up on to and is. say, okay, so you, so you want to reserve that question. That is reserved for Omega, yes. Oh, we should give the, the, the main tags for this, which is heavy industry, shipyards, competing houses, upper class one-upmanship. One I'll say Phoebe totally got an invite to the fancy ball, because that's hilarious. Who is eager to put you into debt? I have sure. debt to Nakamoto. I have debt, debt to Nakamoto. Um, who who else I, is, I think it, it's maybe just the two of us. Actually, uh, the captain has Nakamoto, too. Oh, there we go. They are a major trading faction yeah. here. But who's coming and looking for answers is, is almost going to resolve itself, because as soon as the news gets out, <laughs> uh, what, what oh. qualifies for planetary authority is going to want to know what's going on there. Oh, I didn't see that. I think this might be a Phoebe uh, question. What is that burning smell? Is, well, is that something planet side, or is that something that's inside uh, the John Henry? I think you you guys with more like physics stuff can help out, but I think it's a byproduct of the shipyard industry. Maybe maybe it's an atmosphere thing. Maybe it's something in the chemicals they use to treat hulls. I don't know, but it's it's definitely to do to do with the shipyards. Anytime you have uh, welding and hull construction and stuff like that, you have lots of burning type smells. So yeah. The, the whole space station shipyard complex. Oh yeah, smells industrial. Well, this uh, one of the thing of Elliot's hope is that it's a it is a rich source of petrochemicals and it's a major source of plastic 
classic construction refinement. And therefore, and so they have to burn off all that useless gasoline and other by, by, byproducts. So the smell is smog. I think we lost Todd. I don't know. We need uh, Todd for this exactly. But Kane would, at some point, be coming to Phoebe and talking to her about uh, Juanita. Right. I'm rather suspicious about her. She seems, I think she is more of a spy for um, Nakamoto than an asset <laughs> to this ship. And I should uh, do a little investigating of her and uh, like your help in this. Huh. I wonder what she'd say. Um, well, he, yeah, he is the only one who hasn't pissed you off yet. Recently. Not recently, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think that kind of corroborates certain suspicions she's had herself. So, you know, I think she'd shrug uh, and be like, yeah, sure. What do you need? Access to some of her equipment so that uh, I can install some surveillance devices. So <laughs> you can help with that. Yeah, Omega in his in his forced coma. Omega is going illegal. <laughs> Have you met Kane? <laughs> I mean, Phoebe, and you know, we can tell Todd when he shows up. Hopefully, he does soon. Um, I mean, she can probably like tell everyone that that she's updating the software for their uh, like their instruments or their PDAs or something. Right, so we did that, and we answered some questions about Elliot's hope. Todd yeah. vanished. We did the very short uh, Kane recruiting Phoebe for, for some surveillance stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we pretty much called it. During the, the five days out and the five days in, uh, we've been um, painting a beautiful picture for them of what happened on, uh, on, at Marsk Station. Most of it's true. All of it's true. We just don't reveal everything. Well, the captain, uh, he he does call all the shareholders mm -hmm. up to the bridge. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, Phoebe, Omega, are you going to ride the uh, same elevator up? Oh, hell no. I think that answers that. If um, Trask uh, calls a shareholders meeting, every you know, Phoebe will get her stuff in order and she'll appear, propping herself up with a makeshift cane that she's made in engineering out of spare piping and rubber. It's clear that she hasn't been to med bay or sick bay since her spat with uh, like Omega. And she's very sort of tight-lipped and controlled uh, as opposed to her previous breakdown, shall we say. And her, her like overalls are neat. She's very like collected. Nods to so, everyone. Wherever we are, if we're on up, up on command, be- I guess. Yes. Pretty much, uh, it wraps around the, uh, elevator, uh, central core. So if you're wanting to keep your distance, you can be on the other side from the people, but uh, most of them are probably going to form a crescent. Oh, how many shareholders are there? Just what, the four of us? Yeah. But if you want to stand far away, obviously far away, you, you certainly can. Probably, but, but me and Kane probably still on our in our in our couches. But they probably turn around three sixty, so we just turn around and face the core. Who comes up first? It, is it Phoebe? Yeah, go over and get a chair and bring it over so it's a little closer, and then get back to my chair, you know, and sit down. Now Phoebe stands. I can Got feel it. the chill from here. Okay. 
the uh, iris opens, the elevator platform rises uh, up. Omega is standing there. Are, what is your current appearance, Omega? Disheveled. <laughs> so, so you're almost like the polar opposite of Phoebe then. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, but I haven't brushed my hair, coat's sure. still ripped, <laughs> I didn't change my pants, I didn't change my shirt, so I'm kind of still, I like, I have a little blood on me. <laughs> you look like you just got off a long shift. Yeah, when I actually didn't, but yeah. Trask will take that in. Doctor, have a seat. You look like shit. Thanks, I feel that way too. <laughs> well, if it isn't obvious... I've called you here because we need to determine communication protocols with Elliot Hope. We need to let the authorities know about the disaster. We need to let our uh, current survivors and any messages from the people that stayed behind uh, need to be communicated. It needs to be controlled uh, because it is going to be a media feeding frenzy as soon as the word gets out. The ship's already synced up with the system network, so we can actually broadcast directly or go through the network. I'd like to hear everyone's opinion on how much information we should share, because little or a lot, uh, the spotlight's going to hit us hard. We might get a little shit on us, sir, but for the most part, it's we've done nothing wrong. I mean, other than being kicked off the station, and that can be down to hijinks. It's the, I look over at Phoebe, um, it's the thing we sold that gets me worried, but I don't know if that's ever going to come up. I would suggest, though, we do not try to hide that, because then it can't come up as, why did you hide that? We had no reason to believe there was anything wrong with it, and we don't know that it had anything to do with the explosion. That's true. They do ask us, why did we have a, a new shuttlecraft? We, we tell them exactly what we did. We had some salvage we sold, and part of the deal was that we got the, this shuttlecraft. We're going to be open and honest, but not too open. What about yeah. passenger communications? I've already got a queue building up of people that want to send information out. And, well, yeah. we're in control of the tap on that. We can handle that. Okay. So are we going to allow completely open communication and system net access as our bandwidth allows the question is once the news hits who do you want to be the front man do you want to be the front man sir for the press or do you want me to take that role Silvis kind of eyes everyone else and tries to see where their eyeballs are are pointed (laughs) (laughs) looking at my pad Omega. Uh, I think Phoebe Phoebe is looking at Flanders with with the composure that is made up of effort. She probably has some feelings she's not sharing. So Omega, are you looking at Flanders or at Silvus? Flanders. Oh, it's my turn in the barrel. But I'm I'm not saying anything. I know I'm on thin ice with this crew as it is. <laughs> well, the captain teaches his nose. It says, uh, for most of the PR stuff. I'm going to uh, let Mr. Flanders handle it. For the official channels, I'll take care of that. Yes, sir. I'll start putting together a press release as soon as we're done here. Mr. King, can you uh, set up the uh, link to the uh, beacon and set it so that it is temporarily unavailable? If you wish, sir. Thank you. (laughs) Looks over, everyone. This is Mega. 
clean yourself up. Your face, as long as everyone else, is going to be plastered across a thousand vid screens in less than an hour. <laughs> yes, sir. Phoebe, when's yeah. the last time we inspected the ship? I know we took some hits. It's functional. Lifts an eyebrow. And so does Flanders. Get an EVA team on it, okay? Done and done. And Miss Kiergaard, when was the last time you've been to sickbay to see to that? I look at your obvious wounds. Phoebe gives you the fuck you stare. <laughs> a well-practiced <laughs> stare. <laughs> I mean, that's not a non-standard crutch there. I mean, it looks like you haven't been to sickbay. Shall we send Patty she, over at least talk she, to you? She turns, she turns to Trask and goes, are there any other points of order? Well, I expect uh, reports from each of your station now that we're post-jump. Otherwise, carry on. I have a final thing to say. You're free to speak. It regards us all as a crew, and we have a problem. And as she says a problem, she punctuates it by sort of smacking the cane into the floor. We need to talk about this, and there's a pause, and then she says clone of Omegas. Okay. It's a problem. He is not a problem. If anyone's a problem here, it's you, Phoebe. She swallows that. She doesn't, like, take the bait or, or go into any kind of confrontation. She simply says, the clone is preventing us from functioning properly as a crew. He has a name. He? Yes. Is a problem. You already lost him once. Second life is on this ship. Where do you think we're going? I don't need you to elucidate on the obvious. Right. So you're going to lose him again. I might lose more than that, actually. But by all means, focus on the fact that my son is bothering you. Oh, son. Okay, let's go that way. So, since you mention lineages, let's get, let's get into the, the facts. That kid is part of all of us. That means all of us have a stake. All of us. All of us have a share and all of us have a say. And I say we need to take care of this problem before it becomes a big problem. You want to kill him. I want to solve this. You're talking outright murder, Phoebe. Don't just try to disguise it as your stupid clone-hating prejudice. Well, what do you whoa, want to whoa, do? Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Selvis jumps in. Says, <laughs> yeah. says, I don't think anyone's mentioned murder. Actually, let's flip this, this around. Omega, can you... You decant your son within the next five days. Actually, I think yes. he's already been decanted. I, no, I, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. still canted. But he's he's uh, he's in some sort of uh, suspended animation, right? Because he, right. he, 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 he technically has woken up. Yeah, he's in a medically induced coma. Yeah, yeah. I can wake him up within the next five days. He's not going to be very strong, but I can wake him up. Captain, doctor. All this is irrelevant. The moment we hit Elliot's Hope, Switch, and the rest of the Second Life assholes are going to come gunning for it. He, him, him, sorry. If the clone is functional within five days, and the doctor can declare the clone a free clone, they can't touch him. They can't touch him? He's illegal. He's made without consent, without any of the Second Life parameters. They're not going to stand for it. You think they're just going to let him go? Well, they've already tried to kill him once. What you think the the whole you think his pod malfunctioning while he was in the shuttle with all those second life asshats was a coincidence? Come on, wake up! Once he's a free clone, he has rights, and second life can try to take him to court, but they can't terminate him. 
I may not be the way everyone here wants it, but that <laughs> keeps him functional and it protects him and it protects us. Sir, if I may. Yes. There's a very definite ish chance that as soon as the press release gets out about what I've done, and believe me, it will get out no matter how well you disguise it. And he looks at, um, he looks at Flanders and just kind of gives him a very weak smile. It will get out because of who and what I am. I'm sure that's an executable defense. That's an executable offense. And if I don't leave Elliot's hope, somebody has to take care of my kid. It's it's serious business. I I, I grant you that. But Elliot's hope is a consortium controlled world. Second life isn't going to sit there and rip your spleen out when you sit foot on the, uh, the station. I would watch your back for sure, but mm. I think we can avoid any other Second Life enclaves they're for the immediate future. They're not going to go after Omega. He got, they're going to go after the kid. That's simple. They've done yeah. it before. They're going to do it again. Okay, so Phoebe, he's your son too. What would you do? I would put him out of his misery. He's going to be hunted for the rest of his fucking life if we don't. Or he's going to be some some lab experiment. I'm sure Second Life will be very happy to find out how you did it. It's just, that's not a life. That's that's a death sentence. Well, the big question is, because I know this from personal experience, how much of Zeta is you? What percentage? About 75. Damn it. The cutoff is 30% for, uh, for, for, you know, being human, being actually non-clone. So 25%. Great. Well, we've had, we have worse numbers. I happen to know somebody. I was checking the logs when we came in and I see that she's in, she's in system. The local circuit judge. You don't get a lawyer. You get a judge for this kind of thing. I'm invoking my contacts at this point. Solvus plays with his beard. <laughs> Do you think she can uh, get the uh, clone paperwork done before we actually hit the station? She might. You know her, Mildred Merkley. She's one of my genetic. She's one of my genetic contributors. He lifts an eyebrow. What is she doing out here? Hey, you know, she works for the consortium as a as a as a circuit judge. This is her circuit. We can t- we can ask her when we see her. Set up a meeting. Mm-hmm. Is everyone? Copacetic with this? No, but I'm outvoted. Are you going to keep your hands to yourself? What are you implying? That you shouldn't take justice into your own hands, depending on what your definition of justice is? I think she sighs and, like, you know, her shoulders sort of slump a bit. And she's, um, she says, um, look, if you, if you think getting a court order and rights for this clone is going to make a difference, you go ahead and do it. I don't think Second Life is going to care. Well, Second Life has got bigger things to worry about. They've got a major disaster on their hands. Either way, as a favor to you, Trask, I'm I'm going to try to put this whole thing behind me. I'm going to try to shake Omega's hand, and we're going to put it behind us. But I want you, and she looks to Omega, to admit that you were wrong. What you did was immoral and illegal. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) So she says, fine. And then she sort of she hobbles over and uh, switches her her uh, you know cane to the left and then you know presents her hand. And he's not going to shake it. <laughs> I already admitted I was wrong. That should be enough for you. Fine. Silvas just kind of shakes his head. 
let's keep it professional, okay? We've been through a lot, and we're going to be through a lot more before this is over. He stands up and just kind of drags his hand across his hair. If you'll excuse me, sir, I think I need to go get cleaned up. The rest of the stuff you guys can handle. You don't need a clone here. And then just turns around and walks (laughs) out the door and down the lift. Uh, Before you go, Trask just fixes you with this really hard stare. Doctor, be professional. Yes, sir. Just goes down the ladder. He's not waiting for the lift. I'm just going to go down the dang ladder. Get out of that room. Looks like I have a press release to draft. And I, turn I have to my sta- team to put together. I turn to my station and, and start using the PR template. Kane's no, going, fucking they're... hell, these babies. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a real quick question on your PR template. Is it literally a AI-constructed pretty face delivering the news? It's going to be a a good old-fashioned text press release. Basically, it's designed to help me write a um, feel-good, you know, we're we're not bad type. (laughs) We may have lost a station, but we made a 200,000 people died, but hey, we saved saved 200. It it was only like 5,000 to 8,000. Oh, um, as as he's getting cleaned up, I think uh, I'd like Omega to open a private comms with uh, Kane. Yes, Doctor. I want to hire you for something. All right. What would uh, be the nature of this? We still have the tank where Zeta was kept. I want you to find out how it was breached and who did it. Because I'm seriously suspecting somebody on this ship, and I'm not going to name any names. See what I can do? I'll give you the rest of my cash on this ship. That's all I've got. We'll assume that that's a significant amount. Don't stop until you figure out who it is. Thank you, Kane, in advance. I know I'm paying you, but thank you anyway. See whether I can find anything for you. Thank you. And he turns the comms off. And right now, it's a very good thing that his room is soundproof because he's throwing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ripping things up. And yeah, it's kind of like a tornado cyclone thing inside of his room right now. That's, that's one unstable clone. Seventy five percent of this is in Zeta. <laughs> oh, he's angry. He is so freaking angry right now. He'll calm down. It'll just yeah. take like fifteen mm-hmm. minutes or so. I'm gonna probably need to make an assessment of of Elliot's hope. You gotta tell your press release to, to your to your target market market. So what's your question? <laughs> what's uh, what's Elliot's hope's point of view on clones? Well, wow, twelve is a pretty darn good success. Th- yeah. That's a, that's in the category of you know all the rules and regulations for clone clone sales, free clones, uh, clone rights. As <laughs> is like you you get the whole ball of wax. And what the the story is as a consortium, some of them do deal with uh, second life. They do manual labor. Or especially some of the uh, petrochemical gi- giants and the dirtier jobs. So clones do exist. Clones can be owned. Free clones also have rights here, and, and, and they're generally full citizen rights. Because of the extravagant one-upsmanship nature, there are actually an above-average number of vanity clones in systems. Oh, so my data point's going to be vanity clones. That the, probably also qualifies as a XP trigger. Just saying. Oh, a new culture's experience. Yeah, 
Okay. Ding. So do we, do we just simply say I I, I do a good, I write up the PR or do I need to do anything you, you can write, based upon everything we said. We'll, we'll assume that forges your uh, PR statement. The captain will review that and he goes smashing job there. Good point about the uh, clone force. I sort of sit back and Silvis. The reason why I'm, I I looked up Mildred. Look at the face. There's at least 15% of me in that kid. I mean, worst case scenario, I may have to use Mildred to get custody of him. Silvis holds up a finger and says, I don't want to make him property. If that no. happens, we can lose him in a court of law. That's why I'm thinking of talking to Mildred of, even though he's only set 25%, make an exception and have him declared person rather than clone. That'll be a tough sell, but if you can do it, that gives them even more rights. Yeah. Uh, I will get this press release out. Mr. Kane, please open up uh, System Net Access in five minutes. All right. Thank you. Oh, and Silvis, because I have a, a gentleman's assistant, I'm, a, I'm thinking of commandeering uh, Cabin 2, Passenger Cabin 2, as my new cabin. After we clear out the refugees. Yes, sir. Uh, what? effort are you going to put into your uh, two tasks that have been assigned to you? Oh shit, two tasks? I thought it was one. <laughs> there was an EVA uh, crew. What was the other one? Repainting also EVA, the uh, shuttle. That's low priority. Way, way down on the list. Still five days out. If it happens to not happen, she's not going to cry about it, but um, she, it's on the it's on the manifest. So she puts together the EVA crew, she prioritizes the John Henry. If there's time over somewhere, somewhere, do well, some it, repainting. It, it won't take five days to uh, inspect the ship. All right. So well, and, and unless there are repairs to be made, right? From from well, debris damage. Absolutely. I was thinking assessment with expertise. I'm, I'm assuming you are not doing the EVA. No, I'm delegating. Yeah. But you can tap into the feeds and literally see through everyone's eyes, more or less, from their suit cameras. So, yeah, obviously my question is, uh, like, is there an issue with the ship? Is there a problem that we need to handle that we well, haven't discovered? I, I'm sure assessment will determine that. Um, <laughs> that is an eight. What that means is uh, you can inspect the ship. You can uh, determine that she's spaceworthy, but there is uh, something that's not working properly or something got damaged in a non-functional capacity. What do you find? Let's say that for now, everything is fine, but, but there is some, there's some like damage to the, uh, to some of the wiring so that if something isn't done now, we're going to end up losing power to sections of the ship. So, that that needs to be handled right away. I'm I'm not obviously sciencey enough to give you a an exhaustive <laughs> answer, but I just I just figured it would be weird if it was the drive or it was uh, our deceleration engines or something like that. It would be a bit like, but we're using them. How oh, that doesn't work? But yeah, you can simply go with the power couplings. Yeah, are in need of maintenance. It may not actually be uh, ship damage. It's just something you caught up along the way. Says so like those that looks rather shady. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Kane, what are you going to do once you open the system net floodgates? He would try to quarantine things that uh, 
might require his attention, you know, based on who's sending them and who they're sending to and any keywords in them, just in case there was something that he wanted to see before it got sent out. Okay. Well, there is a lot of unencrypted uh, traffic. There are also quite a fair number of encrypted packages. Are you just going to grab all of them and try to code break all of them, or are you going to pick and choose? It would probably depend on like who's sending them and who they're sending them to. Okay. Yeah, that that's a good point, because that, that information is on the outside of the uh, package. Let's see if we can come up with a list of suspicious messages. Well, we'll start cough, with... Cough, cough. Dr. Switch, cough, cough. We'll start off with Dr. <laughs> Switch from Second Life. Juanita Price from Nakamoto. Uh, I don't know when or how we need to do the role, but I'm using my surveillance move on her after I've had my suspicions and encounter with her. That was one of the things I was doing. Okay, well, that, that you definitely have a, a bonus there. Most of uh, your regular passengers are actually sending out information, too. Of course, then they were heading to Elliot's Hope to begin with, so there's normal traffic, but there might be people who like their privacy as well. Unless they're sending something to somebody I would have some issues with, like Hyperlight, Second Life, whoever, okay. Authority. Uh, well, you, you've got traffic going to Nakamoto. You've got traffic going to some of the consortium houses. You've got traffic that you don't know where it's going. You've got traffic that's going to the church. Like it, There is a surprising amount of people who want to talk but not talk in an in a open message. So there, there's at least five or six suspicious packages. But since you have surveillance going on, the first one that immediately jumps is uh, Juanita's message to Nakamoto. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm very suspicious of that. <laughs> we want to see what that is. Okay, so what do we do for encryption? Access. Just trying to imagine how this works. Because access, well, you already got access. You are yeah. the man. Might be assessment. assessment. Yeah. Then using your... What's in here? Okay. Eight. I get at least some interesting information about the subject. Okay. Uh, wow. This is some hardcore encryption. This this is not like casual, just keep keep your email private. This this is like military grade encryption. But you are able to pick some interesting uh, details out about this message without the actual contents. One, it's not going to Nakamoto as a report. It's going to Terry Wells. It won't take much research to realize that. Terry Wells is a is the VP at Elliot's Hope. So it's like that's Nakamoto's top dog and this lowly jump tech is sending an encrypted report to her. And the encryption, uh, besides being military grade, the message link is huge. It is not like, hi there, how's it going, Terry? Let's have lunch. It's like someone's dumping scan logs and uh, system profiles, and it's a lot of data. Yeah, that's it's not going to get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That went into my mailbox. <laughs> a lot of messages going out and um, system a little overtaxed, I think. <laughs> that attachment got lost. 
<laughs> or maybe she forgot to put the attachment in the email. <laughs> yeah, that happens. You you have control. Does part of the message get through? Does none of the message get through? Do you want to substitute your own message? <laughs> I think all the technical data will strip that out. That you know, basically like the attachment of all the, the files of technical data that doesn't get there. Okay, but whatever the unknown message is doesn't make it to him. Okay, that's when they make repercussions. <laughs> well, we're gonna get there, and she'll be able to deliver her message in person. So I mean, it would only buy. Yeah. But time. five days is a long time. <laughs> we'll hold that and maybe we'll let it go through without the attachment just about the time we arrive at Elliot's Hope. Okay. Hmm. Th- that'll work. Just, just put that away and say that. <laughs> Got you know, booted down somehow to the bottom of the queue and uh, get <laughs> it was too large. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else needed to go first. Yeah. Too many packets. <laughs> We're letting our passengers, you know, get their communications out. And uh, she didn't come to me to say that she had an important message to get out. (laughs) True, true. So what are you going to do about any of these other messages that are coming through? Are you just going to let them slide? The suspicious ones, we delay and try to see whether we can pull anything out of them. Uh, From the passenger uh, list, the only uh, one that has an open, unencrypted message is Mark Sanrio. He is uh, communicating with a mining consortium and tells him, says, uh, due to the disaster at Marsk Station, was not able to acquire the clones that you needed for your project. Sorry about the uh, inconvenience. Yes, Say prayers for, for the lost souls. We'll note that. Who was he? Uh, Mark Sanrio was uh, one of the businessmen who originally came on as a passenger before the disaster. Clone salesman. Yes. <laughs> the, the other regular passengers, there is Yesterday When, usually goes by day, Ellis Green, which was the retired army patient, Penny Weingard, which was the second life receptionist, and uh, Mark Hansen, which is also a businessman and is Penny Weingard's fiance or traveling companion they, he's the guy with a hidden past right he's the guy with no past right that was his room i bugged yes. yes since you bugged that room let's throw down some dice <laughs> you mean there's more than just honeymooning <laughs> that was all i got um, so far <laughs> but i mean well there's six people in there right now so oh true what do you want to we'll go we'll go with assessment again because you're you're basically trying to fast forward uh, through a lot of real-time data to find anything significant. Mm, I think it would be expertise in this case, the, the ability to, to recognize anomalies within your surveillance. Seven. And get something. <laughs> okay. What you do get is, for, for the most part, total honeymooner kind of thing, even though you know there's, there's limits to what you, you can do when you have an audience. But at one point, during what would have been the uh, daily meal, Penny stays back and writes up that encrypted message. And she did this days before you guys made your uh, jump and transition. And then as soon as you guys got the link, she sent that message. 
but she did it when nobody else was in the cabin. Yes. <laughs> we detect that that file. Are are you going to delay it or? Oh yeah. What? So we'll put that on the to read list. Yeah. <laughs> Let the crackers take a uh, stand at it. So does anyone else have anything that they would like to do? Omega. Yeah. Were you going to try to bring uh, Zeta to consciousness? Yes, but I kind of want um, Jason there as I do so. So I'm going to go well, get him. We, we, we've got five days, and pretty much it's let me know what, what you're going to do uh, besides the things that you've already done. And we might throw in a cramped quarters roll here because the, the pressure ratchets up because almost every single person on the ship is going to get queries and questions and yellow journalists and, and whatever is going to try to do anything to get a scoop on information. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. well, okay, well then I'm going to start the wake up process and then, cause it's going to take a while, mm-hmm. it's a couple of days, then go, go find Flanders. Yeah. Meanwhile, once, yeah, once we see the press release out, I'll, 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 I'll wait till Kane takes a little break and say, um, Jackson, we're probably going to need to, to, to screen, uh, screen the incoming requests. There's going to be a there's going to be a ton of press press asking questions, and they'll probably get a list of who's on board the ship, and they'll start wanting to talk to survivors. So we'll need to figure out what we what to do with that. I'll send the press requests to you. Thank you. <laughs> Four hundred messages later. <laughs> I guess I'm going through you know replying at least in text to uh, all the requests. That's probably when um, um, Omega shows up. <laughs> Maybe face adversity with metal, not to screw up any of the interviews. Actually, I want you to roll face adversity anyway, oh. <laughs> because I have something else in mind. And vas is das. And plus what? It's Influence? The, the physique. Oh, physique. My worst stat. Phoebe gave you the clap. <laughs> <laughs> I resent that. <laughs> you should. <laughs> oh, well, I got eight. Which is... Perfect, because that is the role uh, I, I wanted you to make. The danger is overcome, but at a price. You can not make any mistakes. It will cost you all your time and energy to do it. It, it is wearing and fatiguing mm-hmm. all the insistent, weaselly things that come across. From the tone of the questions, I was trying to figure out, okay, these are the guys I really want to talk to. These are the guys I want to give an edited version. These are the guys I want to tell, go jump in a black hole with a lead weight tied to your feet. They don't stop. They, they are 24 hours a, a day to stay on top of your game and to answer all of them. Yeah, well, except for the ones that you tell them blow off. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is taxing. Within yeah. the first day, Lawsuits are already coming in. So, uh, so just all right. manner of shit is flowing in your direction. Yeah, at the point, the second the first lawsuit comes through, I sort of lean back and say, Silvis, permission to tap uh, ship funds to hire a, a good lawyer? Make it so. Have you uh, uh, heard from Mildred yet? She's she's in system. She's taking a break. But yeah, I've heard Becker. Okay, so uh, I'm just rotating the spotlight at random here. Phoebe. Yeah. Yes. You are supposedly surveilling Juanita. No, uh, what I did was I helped Kane to uh, get access to Juanita's systems by making a, um, a system update to all 
my you know crews um pdas and systems like a sort of like a totally normal maintenance nothing to see maintenance quote unquote so that gave him access right that was that was the help i offered so i'm not she's not actively surveilling Juanita herself however what she had an idea about going to see switch about stuff but now that she discovered that there's an actual acute problem with the ship she's she's swearing and and putting together people to fix that because that's more important she had hoped to talk to switch before the whole message thing started flying but and and before omega started decanting or i should say reviving or resuscitating yeah zeta <laughs> but yeah that's not that's not happening now she's she's prioritizing the ship she's um trying to patch it up okay give me a cramped quarters roll roll with poe okay ba- basically it turns out that to fix the ship you're going to have to sit there and move the cargo containers around and generally make Poe's life a pain in the ass. Sounds fair. Uh, do I get to patch it up as well, or, should, or is that more flavor? It's it's more flavor, but okay. what it is is uh, the cargo containers were not balanced properly, which was Poe's job, and this is what caused the stress on the power con. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I hope this goes well. Otherwise, nine. You'll discover the answer to their question about an aspect of yourself or your past. Okay, so what would Poe want to know about you? Phoebe, hey, while you're working us, why do you have a stick up your ass? <laughs> Just like, well, what the fuck are you? What are you talking about? You are, you are crawling up everyone's spine, and we're just trying to get our jobs done here. What is your case? What What's say? under your skin? Poe's actually a pretty decent guy. You know, he, mm-hmm. he handles all the cargo and stuff like that. Does yeah. a lot of EVA work, but he knows the way you work, and the way you work is not the way you're working now. You, you are being micromanaging and generally uh, standing over everyone's shoulder, snooping on everyone's system. This this isn't uh, happy-go-lucky Phoebe. No. I think she just confides that um, it's just stress. That's what it is. It's not every cycle that you end up, you know, dealing with a, an exploding space station and other stuff. Uh, and it's probably clear that it's, um, you know, there are things she doesn't want to go into. Yeah, I also think that she's used to things being a bit more tight. I'm going to say that Nakamoto operations are more surveilled and more tightly controlled. So... In light of recent, you know, events of the space station exploding, of, of finding out that somebody hijacked her DNA to make a clone, all that stuff, that wouldn't have ha- wouldn't have happened in her normal operating space. So I think the revelation is that she's she's not dealing well with with the, all these variables, quite extreme variables. You know, this is, yeah, I can see that. When we get to the port, you and me, we need to get our drunk on. Ah, oh, amen. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, somewhere along the line, I go down to sick bay. This is like on the second day, and I, uh, I'll just go tapping the door Omega's. Omega? And I look like hell. Omega, you got any Morbius? I need to speed sleep. Yeah, come on in. I think I got about eight, eight minutes of sleep last night. I need something to let me get some rest, but I need to be active as much as possible. So I need something like some speed sleep or something like that. I think I got just the open one eye. You can have some of mine. I'll I buy you a drink. I'm one of the free beds. 
Oh my God, we've been we be, we're being sued for everything and anything not getting here fast enough because we didn't rescue someone someone's puppy or some some trinket was full from we didn't get some we're being sued for every little bastard thing and I'm you know hopefully most of them will get thrown out of court but still well little little things like <laughs> why didn't you rescue such and such a person gross yeah. incompetence lawsuit. <laughs> Hopefully they yeah. have a good Samaritan. I haven't checked yet, but I hope they have a good Samaritan law because it's he, uh, he comes over with a with an <sighs> injector. And you stick him in the eye. Hush, Phoebe. Before I give you this, can I ask you a question? How would you feel if I weren't here? I'd be sad. I think you're the only one on this ship who would. It's an old phrase my mom used to say, and I never could figure out what it meant. You know, water on the duck's back. I'm not sure what a duck's back is. But she she taught me how to roll with the punches and realize that the next day is the next day and don't hold grudges. Jason, for me tomorrow or whenever we end up in Elliot's Hope may be my last day. Three days, 12 hours, 53 minutes and 22 seconds. <laughs> Not a lot of time to do what I want to do. I mean, I'm fading right now. You know, before yeah, you even yeah. give me a shot. Anything, well, we'll he see. Uh, injects him. Um, so, I'd like to and, do something as he's falling asleep, like when he has uh, no control. Remember there kiss him. <laughs> I would like to kiss him. Just I imagine Taylor's just, just lying him. there like a gog, like, what the shit? <laughs> did, did I see that? <laughs> so any side effects to Morbius? I didn't give you Morbius. I gave the thing that has no side effects. Except for, um, except for an increased libido. <laughs> And so, so, you potentially, know. if you react badly to it, a fever. So I speed sleep and have the weirdest dream. <laughs> Jackson. Well, I think I'll do what Omega wants me to investigate who tampered with the pod. So I'll dig out its its log. I'll look through the, the sensor logs on the shuttle if there's anything there and see if I can find that any information. It was tampered with before it was secured on the shuttle. So it was tampered with probably on the station by process of elimination. I forgot timing. Okay, it was 30 seconds before the pod showed up on the shuttle. So that means the people who should, who showed up right after it would have been the people next to it. Mm. I don't know what sort of information the pod records. Uh, access, it records... Uh, it's statistics, so you could definitely backtrack to the time that it was uh, accessed and the uh, parameters were changed, which would put it right before it was loaded on the shuttle. Now, the, the kicker is you're not sure who was where because, well, you were distracted with your uh, own things at, at that time, and there wasn't any scanner pointing into the uh, cargo bay or or t into the shuttle. So, unfortunately, while you can narrow down exactly the time, you don't have any corroborating evidence as to who was with the uh, pod at the time. I think I would be able to know who was with the pod a few seconds later when it was brought into the cargo bay. Let's see. Well, definitely the engineers, because they were moving the pod, but they were moving the pod into uh, the cargo bay where the uh, second lifers were. So you would probably have to ask Phoebe and Taylor who they saw during the pod. 
when the pod was being moved. Was he with us? Uh, he was in the cabin, if I remember correctly. Before you guys brought the pod in, I clambered over it to get into the... Because I yes, had been you attacked and I wanted to get out of there as fast as possible. I hope also, you don't have like this horrible revelation of a, what if I hit some button <laughs> in the course of just clambering past. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, this That'll required be a, a dedicated sequence to be entered. So, but basically, you can narrow down to Phoebe, Taylor, and one of the uh, uh, second lifers. Should probably interview Omega as well. Yeah, I, I, well, Omega as a witness, but not, mm-hmm. not as a suspect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you want to get a. My mandate on this was not go interview people to find out who did it. My mandate was more pull out data from the, uh, the sensors. So that's what I thought it was. It's pretty much find out who did it at any cost. Any cost. Phoebe was in the big uh, engineering suit, which probably has some data recording, maybe some uh, camera or something in it. Ooh. Probably would, yeah. Wouldn't surprise me. That, w- that, w- that would definitely uh, require a, uh interface role and may require you to have physical access to the system. Remember that her suit power was d- significantly drained at that time, though, so... Yeah. Mm, well, that, that's, that, yeah, that's why it's not a guaranteed thing. So, so what are you, are you going into engineering and pawing her suit? Uh, like what? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, perfect time to do. Perfect time to do it is when she's down doing ship repairs with Poe. Yeah, that seems a really good time. So, yeah, yeah, let, let's let's do an interface role. It's not a system you're you're used to working with, but it's not that protected either. Interface assessment? Mm, interface. Access, I mean. Access, oh, okay. Is it encrypted? Well, it, it's more about getting access to it because it is, it's it's normally an isolated system. Either way, I got a 10. Okay, all right, all right. Oh, well, <clears> in, that case, in that case, yeah, fi- finding the access panels and, and plugging in a data recorder and dumping the data should be no problem. So, Phoebe. Mm-hmm. Is Jackson going to uh, find actual footage of you messing with the controls? I so don't want to decide that. I want to leave that to a random chance. Uh, let's let's do oh. let's, let's make it an assessment, right? Okay. So so it's completely like overboard. Like I don't have a stake. I don't want to have a stake in it. <laughs> Fair enough. Like I do another roll. Yes. Yeah. The, the first roll was to get the data. You got the data, but. But uh, basically, getting meaningful intelligence and a data point out of it is what we're looking for. Ooh, um, ow. Yeah. Looks like the the power, uh, the drain power, it kicked offline. The recording kicked off front line. You're not sure, because I'll phrase it my way. You're not sure if she, if the power uh, decided to say non-essential system and turn it off, or if Phoebe turned it off herself. It, but just literally moments before. The time sync said that she'd be accessing the system. The camera went off. Oh, Rich. (laughs) Awesome. Guilt by association? Guilt by battery power? (laughs) Yeah. And don't forget, you you can't discount Munchausen by proxy syndrome. Well, I would have the people who were around it at the time, and I don't think Omega was that close, was actually around it at the time. He received it in the the cargo hold uh, or cargo space, but if 
we established that the uh, tampering happened before it entered the hold, then, yeah, you can rule out Omega. I think, actually, I would take this data to the captain. Ooh. Because, you know, Kane's not really sure. All this drama is just, it's a little too soap opera for him. <laughs> and he's not sure whether he wants it or not. Okay. So, so how are you going to... uh Present this to the captain. He would probably go to the captain and say that Omega asked me to review any data records we had from the time that the clone's pod malfunctioned. In doing so, I found anomalies. If it was done by an individual, you know, it was either Phoebe, uh, who else was there? Taylor. 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 Taylor and Second Life Goons. Mm -hmm. I have no smoking gun as to that any of them did it. The data probably could be interpreted by people to accuse whoever they wished. I don't know that I want to hand a smoking gun to anybody. Okay. Well, give me a copy of the data. and Let me review it and see if I can make sense of it. All right. And of course he can't because he's going to get to the same dead end as you. Damn suspicious dead end. But <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to hang around and pester the captain to see what his decision is going to be? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Out of your hands. You're, you're, you're washing your hands of the whole yep. thing now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's all that icky personal stuff he tends to avoid. He doesn't see anything good for him happening of it, so, yeah. <laughs> no profit here? <laughs> ah, bad mail. <laughs> yeah. so, so do you give uh, Mega a refund? Well, I haven't brought it to Omega to get paid. I'm I'm thinking Omega's not got that much money that it's... Yeah, this is a mess. It's not that much money. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Absolutely lovely. I'm just looking at the time. Do you want to make it at least a planet? Well, since we're... This is, is supposed to be the season finale, maybe we should yeah. go dirt side and, and set up some future things or, or wrap yeah, here's up with you. You are asked by the Port Authority to <clears throat> dock at Hope Station. Mm -hmm. The High Port. Yes. And it's there that passengers can unload, authorities can issue their warrants, and, and everything else will happen. Docking will, will be a piece of cake because of timely repairs to power couplings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a captain has certain privileges on a ship so when docked you can either invite people in or let people go and the message traffic just becomes more and more intense as you get closer to real-time communication what i do with the, the one message from juanita oh yes i i took out the, the attachment with all the data get stripped off the other i make it look like I will, our compression software is going to totally mess up their encryption, so they just get garbage. Okay. And, and so that, they get a message, that was but it's garbage. Interesting. Okay. We'll work with that. That's juicy bits to know. Uh, so we'll definitely, since you wait until the very last minute, Nakamoto's not going to be immediately there. Well, there, there might be a Nakamoto presence simply because there was no message. But... Mm -hmm. Would they play their hand? Pro probably not. They'll, they'll, they'll keep it cool. 
I'm working with Jeffrey. I'm getting into my market wear. I'm going to, if I'm going to talk to the press, I'm going to talk in something that's culturally impressive. To, to say it is a media circus is an understatement. The, the way that the captain wants to do it, he says, I want all the passengers off first. I, I want them to soak up as much media attention, create as much of a logjam as possible, and give us some space. And then we have the clones. But most likely, Second Life will actually have a representative here to gather up the clones and at least get them housed and sorted out mm-hmm. since you're technically unloading cargo. Yeah, and I will present my articles of transfer on Jeffrey, so a transfer yeah. of contract. Okay. Well, uh, that handshaking for deeds and contracts and and all of that. That, that's almost an automatic thing. It's yeah. it's like, what do you Probably declare? A uh, shuttle? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have a really quick, like, few minutes, even with, with the switch at some point, before he disembarks. Well, we can uh, stick uh, it in wherever is, wherever is uh, necessary or, or appropriate. The easiest way is on deck two, when everyone's queuing up to uh, leave the ship. Yeah, everyone's in zero G, so you can easily float up to him. All right. If you, if you want to do it now, she'll, she'll you know, float up and, and go. We need sure, because he's going to be gone here in a few minutes. Yeah, we need to talk. Uh, he kind of looks back at, at the cabin and uh, kicks off towards that because everyone's leaving. So yeah. you can actually find some uh, privacy. What did you uh, find out? Well, I'm, I'm sure you know by now that uh, I failed. The clone's coming out of the state. Is he conscious? Uh, I don't know, but he's going to be. Either way... I want you to know that I think I made a mistake, and I'm asking you for a favor. I'm asking you not to do anything to him. I'll owe you. How about we exchange favors? He's got some of your genetic material, right? So I've been told. Make a property claim on him. Uh, what would that? What would I gain from that? My friendship. Can't you just leave him alone? I'll, is there something else I can do? you got to understand the principle of this. We, we we can't let people flagrantly build clones. If we don't stomp this out now, it's going to become an epidemic. Hmm. She she sucks on that for a while, and then she says, um, "You know, this is going to put me at odds with my crew again." They can each file their own property claim. He, he doesn't even fathom Zeta as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All I ask. Is you make the claim and then sell the claim to Second Life? We'll let the court. No, 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 no. And now she's like, she she comes up up to him, real close, and she's like, "I want you." And she pokes him in the in the chest with the finger to leave him alone. Kind of looks you in the eye. What will you do for me? Whatever else you need. Pat you on the shoulder in the most condescending, condescending <laughs> way possible. He says. We'll be in touch. She nods. Yay! I got a mole! <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Awesome. So, so did you have you incurred new debt? I should have. Uh, yes. Nothing else. Should I write that down? Sure. You sure as hell know Swift is not one to let an opportunity go to waste. No. <laughs> yeah. If we're making uh, Planet Side, I imagine Zeta is awake now. Yes. Uh, and probably extremely confused. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, well, how much in, in, in the way 
ways of memory and stuff like that do you transfer? Uh, he knows how to talk. He knows how to walk. Do most of the basic stuff. Um, so, so you want you want like a child template, not an adult template. Yeah, a child template. Okay. Not not like super young child. So probably like twelve, thirteen. I think you said he was biologically eleven or something like like that. Or eleven, yeah. Okay. Since it actually has been scientifically proven that some memories can pass through DNA, this is a lot of of uh, second life's success and making usable clones and not just body parts, you can pass on literally the sense of he knows that you are his father. I probably would also pass on the sense of, and everybody on this crew is your parent. Okay, so let's go back to confusion. <laughs> yeah. So you're my father, and if he sees you're me, my father, my father. And you're my father, <laughs> and you're my mama. <laughs> That's probably what he's going to say when he says to you, he's going to say, Mom! Well, that, that's assuming we're getting out of sick bay to the rest of the crew. Uh, no, no, this is the point where I think both me and me and Trask are dressed to the nines, because we're going to be going out, and we're going to face the beast. Well, also the Port Authority beast, because yeah. they're there with smiling faces, uh, congratulations. Oh, we, invite we invite them on board. Uh, but but along with the congratulations on the rescue operation is also the warrant for all of your data. And that's utterly to be expected. I need an, an assessment role from Mr. Kane. You are assessing the network and sensors of the ship. So it's expertise. Then, uh, so you got a six? Well, there's no real way to stop it, but... There is a lot of prying eyes scanning your ship, both officially and unofficially. And you are picking up a lot of network traffic. And you expect that eh, there's probably some black hats in that bunch trying to get a hold of your data through not official channels. Yeah, I'm making sure we're unplugged the important stuff from uh, from the net. Okay. Um I'll hand him the warrant and say, please uh, cut these gentlemen a, um, a a drive and give them the data, Mr. Jack, Mr. Kane. I guess uh, our lawyer is there, too. Biological lawyer or an AI? Oh, biological. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do we screw him and how? A traditional fine lawyer for <laughs> centuries old. <laughs> so once, once that's done, they, they have any other questions for us? Or? Well, Captain, what is your intention for shore leave for your crew? We have a lot of questions, and we don't want people to, to uh, disappear on us. And Silvis, uh, he's, he, he is stiff in his captain's uniform. It, it's like extra starch. <laughs> and that applies to his personality as well. For the time being, I'm going to leave the crew on the ship. The shareholders, and he indicates all, all the PCs, have important ship's business and are free to uh, move about the station, mm -hmm. if that's okay with the Port Authority. And they nod, says, station access granted. Don't wander planet side until we get this sorted out, please. I'm very sure that there's going to be a court of inquiry on this. We will be as helpful as we can be. Let's see. Who would you hire as a lawyer? Yeah, mm. let's go with Peyton Temple. I like his Yelp rating. He comes highly recommended. He is actually a consortium lawyer. Miss Kiergaard. Yes. You get a priority comm beep 
somehow someone has gotten straight to your PDA. If I don't and recognize it, it's like, uh, what the? It is the nicest looking invitation that you have seen. Uh, it, it, it is all pretty and, and swirly. It is a message from Serenity Grime White. You're not quite sure who she is or how in the hell she got access to you, but she insists that uh, you need to come uh, to her function. She will arrange transport and everything. She is this wonderfully manufactured pretty face. Huh. Crime White, where where have I heard that name before? Then you realize that's like Grime White construction. This this is like a, a major house person. Ew. As in oh. uh, is it a single invitation? As always, it's you plus a friend. Oh, okay. She's she's gonna have to chew on that for a while in stunned silence. This could be a, a seriously nice contact, or it could be a total social tragedy. You're not sure yeah. which. <laughs> if you only knew someone who actually had, who has some some experience with social graces and so forth. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, you have suitors. <laughs> that, that is a good place to leave that scene. There is patiently waiting at the dock a courier. And uh, the courier is specifically requesting Omega's presence. I, well, I did clean up, so... Th- this guy <laughs> has somehow got between Port Authority and the press. Because the press, you know, they're, they're behind the security checkpoints and all that stuff. I suppose and, I'm going to accept the courier because and apparently that's my presence. You have a small oblong package. It doesn't say who it's from. Okay. The sign for I'm it. gonna. Well, I'm gonna sign for it. Obviously, I don't want to open it like in view of no one. I'm already in enough trouble as it is, and if it's a bomb or something, I don't want to be implicated. Wow, it wouldn't have made it through uh, station security. It would have been scanned uh, upside down, left and right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop on the comm to Jason real quick. He's standing next to you. At oh, yes, I thought he was on the I, other I, side of the. No, no, no. We, we, we've we've walked out in in, in mass. I mean, there's there's. Well, no, no, us no, at, I'm still assuming everyone's at the airlock on ah. deck two. Oh, so we let him up to the airlock at this point. Okay. Well, he was there. Uh, oh, how he got there is another story. I guess I'm gonna stand next to Jason and open the package. Open it up. Opens up the box. Hmm. It seems oh to be a pointed my. reminder. What? In the, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna pick it up, look it over, I, like look for any just, identifying marks. My hand came out just a second. And said, "Okay, I think you're committed now." To what? That's a, that's a dueling dagger. A what? A dueling dagger. You can see the colors right out of his face. <laughs> And he just drops it. You let go and it floats away. It's like I take a handkerchief and grab it and put it back in the box and close there it up. Are any identifying marks on the hole? It has one of the house markings on it. And it uh, sounds like Grime White? No. Oh. Temple. Temple. Oh, nice. A- after a couple of seconds, uh, a hologram uh, projects from the hilt. Foppish dandy might be uh, the appropriate word. Guy just reeks of being a twit. I, Lance Temple, 
am duly offended by your existence and challenge you to a duel. We'll let our seconds decide where and when, but I demand immediate satisfaction. And it flicks off. Don't make his face is like, it's like, what? <laughs> I, I, I snap the, the case shut and I, I look at it and say, you may want to hang on to this. I, um, okay. On the bright side, I, I you're guess suddenly you're a lot wealthier. It's a very nice dagger. Seconds? I guess mm. you're my seconds. Um, what's a duel? We'll work this out. Hmm. On the bright side, you may have a data point <laughs> that you can apply to it. He didn't specify what kind of duel. How's your singing voice? I kick off down the down the down the uh, tube to the press. We're gonna follow him, <laughs> and uh, I think he'll uh, he'll sing just like a little snatch of one of Nova's songs to show him. And he's probably fairly good. I think I know what kind of duel we're going to have. Battle of the bands. Karaoke to the death. <laughs> To satisfaction, he said. He didn't say death, he said satisfaction. <laughs> he did say that his pre- his existence offended him, and he sent a dagger, so it's fairly clear. Ah, but he did not specify in his actual declaration to the death. And besides, we, we, our seconds were working out. You don't lawyer Lance Temple. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the press, uh, who, the beast. Who, I wonder who the media guy is in the crew. Oh, hey, that would be a Flanders dude, wouldn't it? As I said, seventy-five I, yeah. percent of the media on the stinking rock is controlled by Temple. <laughs> that explains that they're the ones I dumped. I, I gave them the most short, turt answers to. Does but that anyway. explain why your lawyer's last name is Temple? It might be a conflict of interest if you drag him in. Temple's a, probably a common name here. I look at him. I certainly lean close. There's not going to be any conflict of interest if we engage in this duel, is there? And you're saying that to who? Temple, Patton Temple. He's with us puts his hands up into the air, says, they take their duels pretty seriously. There mm-hmm. might be legal repercussions if you decline it. He says, I'm affiliated with the house. It's it's a very tenuous one. I maintain my professionalism. Omega well, was talking about leaving the crew. I mean, it's not like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we're facing the beast. The, the media gauntlet. <laughs> we come out and there's basically they're all on one side of the ropes because everyone's floating. Whoa, there's probably cameras. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> Todd is the GM. <laughs> I know, I know. Rain it in. Rain it in. Okay. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> I, I've done a good job if someone can paint exactly what I was going to say anyway. <laughs> as soon as you make that last bend. Uh, and uh, float into view, the shareholders, uh, the captain. Oh, well, I take that back. Mr. Kane, are you going to be part of the circus? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to monitor every uh, millimeter of it? Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> so, so you're there in spirit. <laughs> you're there with a drone. <laughs> there are, of course, because it's zero G, drones are easy in zero G. All the lights come on <laughs> if, if they weren't on already when you make the corner and customs is kind of like got extra enforcement going on. I don't think anybody's trying to bring anything unusual through customs. Knives are allowed. The only person that might have a weapon would be uh, Flanders. Because I'd be so tempted to use it. I left it behind. We come to the, just this cacophony of voices, I guess, right? (laughs) Most of them are clamoring for the captain because, well, he's the captain. No matter how everyone else is dressed, 
he's dressed like the captain. I mean, he's the only one that gets the captain's hat. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do a visual handoff. I'll look at him and give a little nod and wait for him to nod back. And he'll sigh. Try not to get separated. Kindly wave my hand so I float forward a little bit from the rest of them. Uh, I am the ship's purser, Jason Flanders, and I'm here to answer your questions. You, sir, and I start pointing. The circus begins, and it refuses to be orderly. There are people who will ignore you and talk to the captain directly. There are people that will talk to Omega directly. Phoebe. First time somebody tries to do that, Omega is going to pull into his shell and not come out. <laughs> okay. I forgot to, to ask Phoebe. Are, are you going to be part of this parade? Oh, I think inevitably, yes. So did you let Jeffrey dress you? Uh, no way. <laughs> are you going to let Pascal or Patty change out your cast? Oh, I think by now it's healed, right? Because it's been... Yeah. I extended it a couple of days because of the uh, the, the row we had, and <laughs> Phoebe was smacked in the leg in her cast. But then there were five more days, and after that... I think it would have healed by then. Okay. Yeah. Even if it's not healed, you probably have just a thin, strong brace underneath your... Uh, sure. Sure. Everyone, you are amazed that everyone knows you on a first-name basis. L let's throw down face adversity for everybody because the, the, they are crowding in and it is merciless. Is that, what do you call it, uh, influence? Influence would seem appropriate. Because uh, if you can uh, get them to respect you, uh, they'll let off the heat. Would it be permissible to go, like, try to just keep it, keep your cool? Like, to answer questions, but not try to make an impression, but rather try to, like, just not say a stupid thing? You could could I, could I try. Use instead, right, to keep my discipline and, and not make an ass of myself? Because you've had a chance to mentally prepare for this gauntlet, sure. Thank you. Thank you. I haven't had a chance, uh, have I? Well, you, you see it coming <laughs> when you turn that corner. I mean, you were Nova Star versus clone. There was yeah, the coming out I was party. Yeah, but I was a literal child. <laughs> yeah, but there was the coming out party. In both senses, yeah. I guess I could use it. In, in that case, I could use expertise, I guess. No. Or influence. <laughs> you, you, influence or metal. Both both have... have uh, Flavor that they add. So, yeah. well, which which are you are preferring? Are you, because it influences uh, the uh, narrative. I use metal. Now, this is my job. I should be uh, able to use expertise. You can either try to be influential and push your weight around, or you can do your job. I'm going to do my job, which is you know try to deflect as many questions as possible while, oh, and gosh. giving giving answers that don't answer anything. Dear God, I just <laughs> saw that roll. Yeah, mine wasn't any better. This should be entertaining to watch. Wow. <laughs> a one-on-one -on -one interview, it's easy to handle. But mm -hmm. when it's 12 people all trying to pry in and shouting, it's it's shell-shocking. I'm just going to take over Omega for a little bit. I can totally imagine Omega hiding behind Flanders. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 100%. At some point, I guess my cost is I'm just lose like my whispering composure. into his ear, get me out of here. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't help me any. Yeah, so at some point I lose my composure and just respond a bit harsher than I should. Which of course they'll eat up. Maybe. Yeah. These guys are assholes. Uh, yes, they are. <laughs> and she's probably all too eager to tell them that they are. And that they weren't there. And then the, that they don't know shit. 
yeah, which, <laughs> which is another reason why I probably lost lost my cool too. And then probably like sobbing in the back of <laughs> Jason's shirt or something. Uh, of course, they'll, they'll, they'll eat that up as too because you, you know there's people that recognize you, and also that probably also recognize Flanders. And we'll make their own assumptions about things. Of course, speculation runs rampant. The captain actually... I hate the press. <laughs> the captain does his best to, to steer you through the, the worst of the press and mm-hmm. comes up to station security. And there is a squad of these guys. And they literally form a shell around you and, and the press you know, they're not violent or anything, but they're close to impenetrable. The leader of the squad looks at the captain and says, the station administrator would like to talk to you when you have an opportunity. And he looks at his people and says, we can help you get there. The captain turns around and looks at the state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think we need an escort. And yeah, actually, that that's where I would like, like to leave this with you guys getting mm-hmm. to a private elevator. That the, uh, the the media is relentless. I mean, some of them actually try to stick a hand or a foot in the elevator and quit, quickly get smacked for that. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine a few remotes being batted out of the way to yeah. get too close. Eventually, you get into the elevator and you, you get a chance to uh, catch your breath, maybe regain a little bit of composure. Captain kind of shakes his head and says, who knows how long this circus is going to last? Pinching Prince in my nose and going, oh, sorry about that, but you know, it just got to me. They're just jackals. Well, we are probably the biggest news in years. I look up, but the thing is, it's just us. Imagine that multiplied, and I read out the number of passengers we had that many times for those poor bastards. I hope they have family that can pull them out of this, but I got to watch my crew. And I think that would be a good wrap right there. Well, we know we got one culture trigger from Flanders. Omega. Yeah. Neg- negative culture. Negative <laughs> uh, hatred culture. Of, <laughs> hatred of the media. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. I think we, we, we may have uh, got a gonzo session out of this. What about Phoebe and your trigger? While a structure we, uh, structural weakness was revealed, I don't necessarily think like think that it was terribly pivotal. Um, so it's I'm going to leave that judgment up to you guys. I, I think what's important about that and what's a learning opportunity in that is your relationship with Poe. Oh, okay. I, I'm willing to, to call that XP because it, it advanced your character and you uh, revealed uh, what went on with, with Poe because of that situation. And huh. and you did maintain some professionalism in that. Mr. Kane, refresh my memory. Which, what was your trigger again? Uh, conspiracy is uncovered, which I don't think I quite managed to uncover any. I'd say he did. You know, there's, there's enough shit going around that someone was someone's covering up something. I don't know if it was Un- uncovered. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 So you, you, you are knee-deep in conspiracies, but uh, I, I don't think we uncovered any yet. Hmm. That's that's three. Ka-ching. So it takes us up to four. Fun stuff. Thank you very much. Really enjoyed oh, yeah. the session. Thank you. Yep. Catch on <laughs> you all later. Take care. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Let's see. 
the rain in space is mainly in your face. There we go. <laughs> we had a major Bernie Wheels fan club, all right? At least two people. <laughs> One of them is me, by the way. Are you listening to all of them? Yeah. I was listening to you. And I think I we're got on bored iTunes. and decided to binge, binge listen to us. <laughs> were we in together? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Have you didn't get bothered by my single dwarf voice? No. Uh, for every dwarf. There's subtle difference. <laughs> well, that's very generous of you to say. <laughs> Maybe I don't go quite as low, but it's very, r- roughly the same uh, same accent, the same pitch. Yeah, I was terrified when, when we got that feedback feedback about Gurm having a, a great voice, and I was like, oh, shit, what voice did I do? <laughs> how did I make that? <laughs> I have no idea how many people listening to us have any idea what we're talking about. If you want to contact us, we have a Facebook page. We started a Google Plus community. There's our forums, sundayskypers.freeforums.org. There's email, sundayskypers at zoho.com. That's sundayskypers, all one word, at zoho.com. And of course, there's always telepathy.